Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. So I want to start off first by saying that I've been getting a lot more listeners and downloads lately, and it's been a while since I said this, but the intention of this podcast, like the intro, is to master the short-form podcast, but also I've been posting a podcast for 365 days, and I'm on day 290. So this is an experiment to see if you are solely consistent in one thing. Does it provide you the ability to be financially independent? And what is what is the results of it? So when I'm talking about this stuff, I'm finding topics every day. I'm really trying to better understand the podcasting approach. I'm trying to understand the content approach, and I'm trying to get better at it as well. So please keep that in mind. You know, this 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 whole experiment is something. And the date I'm going for is August 6th, but so far it's been great. So I'm gonna go ahead and get in the topic for this evening. But I just want to thank you guys for listening. Show support, please follow on Spotify. Um, always be checking if there's polls on Spotify if need be, and also go find me on uh, Instagram. Give me a follow on Instagram at the Master of None. This has been a phenomenal experience. I've enjoyed every aspect of it, and I'm really loving to see all the positive um, aspects of it. So please go listen, go follow, and enjoy the podcast. Is bankruptcy the term for 2023? As we look at these companies hitting massive financial issues, and what is the reason why? Well, Vice News is kind of coming to be another statistic of 2023. So let's get into what happened with Vice. Why are so many companies going broke? And is the term going woke really contributing to it? So let's get into it. I just remember like Vice News being like it. Like you think about it. I think probably since I came to age watching Vice News, how they tied into HBO, how they would have these in-depth journalistic stories where they would go all over the world. They would provide you insight into things you never even think was possible. And they were just this nitty gritty lean news organization. And I think I that was the, the essential what it is. And you, I, everyone probably remembers watching Vice at least one time being like, damn, I didn't even realize that happened. And as a result of it, they were able to build a massive following from it. I mean, you think about Vice News and we think about it, they were established as this little newspaper back in uh, 1994. And as a result of having this niche kind of content, they were able to cultivate a following then. And during the tech boom is kind of where we saw that transition point where they were able to start to put their media, their news, all the things online that we've kind of known to a certain point. I think that the covering of what happened through consistent, consistent stories around the world shed light into a lot of different situations. For example... I remember watching this amazing media story about this gentleman who was talking about how many news outlets Pakistan had. And they had like 150. And throughout this whole video, 
this gentleman is like in Pakistan and he's going through how these narratives are taking over and how there's this competitive market to get the best news story. And while they were recording, like I'm not lying to you, they had this random thief come up or they were talking about this whole terroristic environment and they had a terrorist plant there that came out and the general chased them in front of like all these news oil outlets. And it was like, what is going on? But you would never see that from another news organization. They were willing to put people in battle. You know, you think about how many stories came out of Pyongyang as a result of what was happening in North Korea. And you look at everything that the CEO and founder Shane Smith was doing was really rare. And I think that people loved that genuine story of the grittiness of it. In a lot of ways, it didn't seem like it was super political. And you look at also the what happened within the Iraq war, Afghanistan, and getting like this rare glimpse of journalists really putting themselves out there in order to give the story. And I think that's what Vice really built themselves off of, that shock value content that people started to know and love. And a lot of people are saying, like, what happened... With Vice, why is it going bankrupt now? What's going on? And, you know, I heard people say, go broke, go broke, which is a common term we hear nowadays. And and it's hard to say. It's like the go woke, go broke is an interesting thought. But I really think what the saying is really trying to express is if you put political narratives before business, it could potentially have a negative adverse effect. And that's what I hear when I hear that. You know, I do know that people generate that terminology and just want to say it, but it's like, no, there's always much, much more to a story. And one story I think is really interesting that I don't know if people are talking about, but we have to really understand is that Vice was originally estimated in value at the height, I think around 2014, at $5.7 billion, Okay. Fast forward to what's happening right now. They're selling it for $25 million and they're having trouble finding a buyer. You know, it's like, what is going on? Well, what people are also articulating it too is the fact that Sean Smith actually took out $100 million from the company back in 2014, took that liquid, didn't invest it, and actually used it for his own lifestyle. You know, so if you can think about it, he would create these situations where it was believed that he had a Rolls Royce. You know, he had a house within Costa Rica and he would pay $300,000 for a single dinner in Las Vegas. He also bought $23 million, um, $23 million for a Santa Monica mansion, which now he's unfortunately selling, um, you know, which was actually featured in Beverly Hill Cops. You have Vice declaring the comments of, you know, the simple fact, and this is according to an article that I'm reading right now from The Wrap. I don't know how situ like it is, but this is what I was hearing. is a simple fact that there was money taken out and being spent. And Vice was probably at that mindset where it's too big to fail. And now we're kind of transitioning into this point in 2023 where a lot of companies are hitting some issues. Like I did a little deep dive just to be like, what is going on with 2023? And... What's crazy is the companies that are kind of going bankrupt right now. I mean, I don't mean kind of, I mean, legitly going bankrupt as a result of, in my opinion, I do think it's a few things. It's like, you know, I know people want to generalize going broke as this whole 
political agenda, but I'm sorry. There's just much, much more to it sometimes. And, and, and we do get certain situations where it happens and I can talk a little bit more about where I do think it happens. But for example, Jenny Craig has been around for 40 years and they filed for chapter seven bankruptcy. I mean, how does, how do they go out of business? Essentially what I'm saying is because people are always eating, trying to lose weight, but they filed for it back in this month of May, which is insane. I mean, they, they literally filed it for it. And it's crazy to see that they are actually filing for bankruptcy as well. You have also Bed Bath & Beyond filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy within um, April. And what we have to understand about the difference between Chapter 7 and Chapter 11 bankruptcy is Chapter 7 is almost like um, liquidation. liquidation. I can't talk bankruptcy that doesn't require a replacement plan all right but it does require you to sell assets in order to pay creditors so you have to start selling things in order to pay the people who have loaned you credit or banks or things like that in chapter 11 is almost like a reorganization so you're filing for bankruptcy to allow them to maintain daily operation in order to create a plan to play creditors so selling opposed to creating a plan. So we have different organizations and companies filing for that. So what we have with Vice is they're actually filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, which is really going to affect a lot of different things for their organization because they have to pay back creditors. So who's ever going to potentially buy this has to take on that debt. So Vice Media on Monday, there's this article that I'm reading now is actually from last week and it's from the Hill. It says Vice Media on Monday filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy to protect the most recent Dadia Media Company after a um, issue. The consumption of leaders for investment groups, source fund management, and for capitaling is buying Vice for this is saying for 225 million. My apologies, it's 225 million. In addition, for taking on the significant amount of debt, other parties will be able to submit bids as well. So what they're doing is they're trying to leverage it in order to do it and potentially say, I don't know, they're trying to take it on as a result of filing for it. But I do think that it does kind of spin probably from a lot of situations. Now, where did Vice go wrong? So in my opinion, they did kind of take on a political agenda wherever they were presenting and doing news stories in my mind that people really weren't hearing them and knowing them for what they were for, you know, when you talk to anybody who followed vice news and they went downhill around 2017. And I think that, you know, it's crazy to think that, but if we think about what they, what they started covering, they started covering content that didn't really resonate with that, that award winning ground winning gritty journalist that are going into places and telling stories that need to be told. And I think sometimes that's probably where they got off the beaten path because at the end of the day, if you're going to build your business on nitty-gritty stories like the Pakistani one or going to Pyongyang or being in environments where journalists are are telling very unique stories and you get away from that and you, you kind of go into this business model of clickbait, people aren't going to really follow it and and hold the same respect for it. I mean, if you look at anything, this is from a Reddit that says Vice News goes downhill. 
going back to 2017, where people are continuously bashing it and saying what's happening. Now, this could have been the writing on the wall, but it's like this is from an individual who posted this five, five years ago, just to show you. It says, I used to like Vice News. They had interesting stories like meeting with an international arms dealer or talking about messed up schools in Chicago and what's not being shown to the public. Today, I looked at the snapshot stories that their article about how a cat calling is bad and that some women was being catcalled with her date and how he was a bad guy since he didn't defend her honor against a full car of men or or guys catcalling like the ideology. Isn't there if they call out the car full of guys, he's going to get his ass beat. I don't get how Vice is pushing this kind of story. So that's really at the, the, the this is five years ago. So if we take on this same aspect five years ago, redrawing the $100 million, it's kind of like Vice didn't stay true to, towards their strategy. But if we look at like businesses that are going bankrupt as well, I mean, 2023 could be on track to be the same as 2010, where we had close to, I think, 828 banks going bankrupt. Now, people might say, what's going on? You know, is it the go woke or go broke? And I can't honestly say, you know, it's like, I don't have enough empirical data to determine that. And I'd have to look at all of these companies to say if one was doing one thing that quote unquote, we could all determine was the same as going broke or going woke. But, you know, we do look at certain situations or indicators, in my opinion, like Bud Light going with these stories with Dylan Mulvaney and kind of pushing this, this story, which I've, I've talked about this before. It's like when you talk about it, I mean, it was on Dylan Mulvaney's own, his own social media channel. They weren't pushing anything, and there was just a certain kind of can for him. And I'm just putting it out there to put out the facts. And you look at the blowback and the fact that Bud Light is down 25% in sales, then one could say, you know, is there potential proof that there's things like this that are happening where people don't want to be a part of environment or they just don't generally want to hear a story like example this individual on reddit talking about how a guy was catcalling women and transitioning from the original theme of inter interviewing international arm dealers like seeing things that you're like whoa this is i've never seen anything like this you know and i think if you get away from that approach too we have to understand is if you get away the value system that makes you money and you try to change things on a pivot it could have a negative effect and that's business 101. It's niching down and staying with what you know. And if you try to deviate from that in a way, it could have blowback. Like, you know, if we do look at the situation with Dylan Mulvaney from a product management business aspect, you know, the number one consumer of Bud Light. I mean, I don't even drink Bud Light, but I'm sure Dylan Mulvaney didn't drink Bud Light before that ad, you know, and it's like you think about who's drinking it and it's once you pivot off your narrative or your your marketing theme that you use you're taking a risk for potential blowback and it seems like there's a lot of situations where companies are resulting on that you know and is that that there's not a lot of correlation but i i i can give you those two points and i couldn't give you like a strong data set but it's just interesting you know in vice news being another one who's going to be affected and potentially fine for chapter 11 bankruptcy. But a lot of businesses are kind of going down this same 
Like there's a lot of companies I told you who are filing for bankruptcy. And it's going to be really interesting to see what it entails. What is happening? And is this, or is there going to be a situation where is there elasticity of the market and media where people are trying to get balanced again? You kind of look at what's going on with CNN. They're trying to get more balanced with their news coverage and stories. And, and you kind of see what's happening with them with the town hall with Trump. And I think it's really interesting how they're trying to repivot. But thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate all the support. I just had some thoughts about this. So we'll get back to you tomorrow. And I'll put a poll on the Spotify followers. Please click the poll just to give me some intrinsic data about what stories you guys want to hear or if you just love the randomness that you never know what I'm talking about. But we'll get back to you tomorrow.